Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. I'd like to welcome you all to episode 10, and I've entitled this, Thank You, Mama. This episode is going to be dedicated to my mom. She's my life. She's my world. And happy Mother's Day, Mom. Your baby boy loves you more than you'll ever know. This is also going to be the mid-season finale. I'll be off for a little bit, and I'll return with 10 more new episodes, starting probably sometime at the end of June, beginning of July. So stay tuned, sit back, hit play, and welcome to Dance With My Demons Podcast. up everyone this is ren with dance my demons podcast and welcome to episode 10 and i've entitled it thank you mama this particular episode um i've dedicated to my mom being that it's mother's day and i want to do something extra special for her but um for all you listeners out there who've been following me for a bit now you probably have noticed that you know i haven't put in I haven't put out episodes as frequently or as consistently as I used to, and that's done by design. And that's because I take 
a lot of pride in what I put out and I don't want to put out anything unless it actually has real substance or meaning. I guess what I mean is I don't just want to put out material or stuff for a podcast just for the sake of putting it out just so I can have something out there. It doesn't work that way for me. For me, it actually has to have meaning. And yes, obviously, you know, dealing with mental illness and being a podcast about mental illness, you would think that there's tons of stuff to talk about. And there is. But it can also take a personal toll on you, not only because you live with it, but now you're incorporating it into another aspect of your life, which kind of consumes you. And it can, you know, it can weigh kind of heavily on you. But this episode is not so much about my illness as much as it is about somebody who's been there for me my whole life through it all and understands who I am as a person. And that's my mom. So with that being said, let's get started with episode 10. Um, You know, being one of four siblings and myself being the youngest, and there's a pretty decent age gap between myself and my other siblings, which meant in my life growing up, I'm the youngest and I spent a lot of time by myself and being already an introverted kind of kid. Um, it's, you know, I spent a lot of time alone and I, and thankfully having somebody special in my life, like my mom, she, whether she knew I was introverted or she knew I was dealing with depression or whatever it may be, she was just always instinctually there. And as a little kid growing up, that meant the world to me. My mom is the type of person that, you know, she's so intuitive to who you are and so loving and genuinely caring and gives so much of herself and does everything for you and gives so much of her heart and soul and she does it all because she loves you not because she has to not because it's an obligation or some kind of job or something she took or she takes being mom to her heart because that's what it is that's what a mother should be and that's who my mom has always been to me um i can give you a perfect example you know i was a four-year-old just about to turn to a five-year-old kid and uh, my mom gave me this you know this i should say my mom and my dad gave me this gift it was this you know little green army men figures but it was a whole set that it, you know consisted of you know army tanks and army figures and all these little things and my mom literally created out of the box and it was a pretty decent sized box she created a whole battlefield just for me everything from painting and taking stuff from outside from the backyard to make it look like there's you know grass and and trees and everything to make it possibly look like a battlefield and she did it just for me to put a smile on a young man's face and to make me feel special and 
to make me feel less alone. And that's who mom has always been to me. And that didn't change, you know, growing up. You know, I, there's always been that introverted side to me growing up. But as, you know, I grew up and became a teenager or, you know, preteen even, and, you know, getting me into sports just so I'd be more active and be around other people and wanting to fit in, you know, my mom was a big supporter of me. You know, growing up, I I started playing Little League or, you know, Pee Wee League baseball when I was in third grade, and I would continue to play baseball all the way until I was a senior in high school, and my mom was that one person, that one constant, you know, that right after school, making sure I practice and making sure my, you know, baseball uniforms are ready for me and my cleats were taken care of and having dinner so I can, she can get me off to baseball practice and to get be there, you know, on time for all my games. And she would be there cheering me on for my games. She was just always this constant in my life, just one support. And, you know, you hit your teenage year, especially when you're in high school and you're kind of growing into your own. And, you know, you, you, you change and you know you rebel and you kind of go through these moments where you're I guess you're trying to figure yourself out and I guess in my high school teenage years I you know I wasn't the same little kid I was growing up so you know I'm sure I wasn't always the perfect kid or got into trouble or just you know I'm sure I had an attitude or whatever it may have been and got into trouble or did things that maybe that wasn't always I guess appropriate but you know I just kind of chalked it up as being a kid or being a teenage kid at least but my mom always supported me through it you know she believed in me you know after I would graduate high school I, I literally took off from home you know not like just packed up my stuff and left without my parents knowing but they were aware and I guess I just wanted to kind of figure out life and take my own journey and I remember leaving home and how heartbroken my mom was you know just seeing that look on her face and it wasn't easy for her but yet she still supported me she supported my decision whether she agreed with me or not she did you know she let me spread my wings and do what I had to do I know it couldn't have been easy for her. You know, I, I moved probably over 2,400 miles away from home. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we didn't have that regular contact like we, you know, did when I was growing up. And back then, this was, you know, the late 80s. There, the cell phone thing didn't exist then. So you didn't have selfies. You didn't have FaceTime. You didn't have any of that. You just had your regular old phone. And being a kid with a newfound independence, yeah, I'm sure I didn't call home nearly as much as I should have. But, you know, I was just finding my way through. And still, my mom supported me. And she was there for me. And there was times that, you know, she surprisingly came and visited me. And I probably didn't look health-wise the way she would have liked me to and there were times I know she wanted to drag me home but 
she had to let me be who I was going to be and figure things out. And along that way, I, I stumbled and made many, many mistakes. And I think especially in my early, late teens, early adulthood, um, I, I was struggling. I was trying to figure everything out. And I didn't, I don't know, or even if I had an inkling that I was dealing with bipolar or depression or any of that, I knew I was going through stuff and whatever it was called or whatever it was, I struggled, I stumbled, and I made a lot of mistakes. I was trying to figure things out. I would eventually, yes, on and off for about four and a half years, would eventually come back home, or home meaning my home state, and um, try to figure out, I guess, adulthood now. And uh, eventually, a few years after that, I would, you know, eventually have kids of my own and still stumbling and figuring out and making a lot of mistakes and I guess dealing with what I was dealing with being bipolar and living with depression and going through so much and stuff that I don't think I really understood at the time you know my kids I'm sure you know my kids are my world, and they still are, and I, I love them, you know, with all my heart. Um, trying to figure things out, and unfortunately, I'm sure at times my kids had to go through stuff as I struggled to figure out what I was dealing with with myself and my own demons. Um, and you know, and to my and to my children, you know, you know, we've spoken bits and pieces about this throughout the years, but. To my children, you know, I truly am sorry and I love you. You know, I love you all with all my heart and I hope you understand that whatever it is that, you know, we went through is nothing done intentionally and I know it couldn't have been easy, you know, having a dad who was not knowingly dealing with something he, he was dealing with. But even through my struggles, you know, in, in my life, I would go on to get divorced um, from my marriage. And, you know, especially early on in the episode of Dancing My Demons, you know, I spoke about it. It was my low, low point and trigger to, uh, you know, send me into a spiral of a serious, at times, sometimes manic, sometimes just plain depressive episode. Um, it was at my lowest point and I was dealing with a lot of stuff personally and just a pure mess putting myself in situations that probably you know weren't the healthiest and best for me um, but it was at that lowest point that my mom was there and once again not that she disappeared or anything, but she just, I guess, instinctually just being mom, you just was there. And I remember speaking to her on the phone, uh, if I'm correct, I believe it was either September 
10th or September 11th of 2008 um, having called my mom I was at a really really low point and kind of a real mess and I know I've said this before in a past episode but it was my mom's voice and her saying me a few simple words just come home and um, it's it took a lot but just hearing those words and hearing it from my mom it was everything to me it meant the world to me and still means the world to me you know I still go on to struggle for years after that but I can honestly say in the last six or seven years you know my life turned around and I rebuilt my life and I I did it obviously for myself but at the same time I, I also did it I guess there's just this part of me that I wanted to reach a point in my life where I could go back and tell my mom tell my dad you know that I'm okay and everything is good now and I guess to live a life that I felt um, would make them proud of me even though you know they always told me how much they loved me and how proud of me they were but it's it was still something for me um, even all the years of after finally getting diagnosed being bipolar and not understanding and them kind of you know seeing me go through my ups and downs my struggles and you know they never judged they never criticized um my mom just loved me and she didn't always have to say many words to let me know that she just loved me and it's because of my mom that I'm able to be here today and be in a different place in my life and be in a different headspace in my life and be dealing with life so differently than I was back then um, but it's because of my mom and thankfully you know I'm able to be here today and you know spend time with my mom and talk to my mom and and have different conversations now I don't think there's no longer a worry um, anymore I think from either of us from myself about myself or my parents towards me about to make sure that I'm okay I think so much has changed in my life personally that who I am as a person changed in my heart in my soul in my faith and how I look at life and how I handle things in life has changed so much that you know now when I speak to my mom or I speak to my parents together it's 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 a different vibe it's a it's a feeling of it's almost like a real relaxed type of vibe like we no longer have to talk like like they have to worry about me or I have to worry about me we actually just talk and laugh and just enjoy life and talk about life and laugh and just enjoy every aspect of it 
it's just this that worrisome feeling that hoping that I'm okay is I think it's just it's changed so much that it's made things so much easier for our relationship I'm grateful you know to my parents and I'm especially grateful to my mom because I know I wouldn't be who I am and where I am today if it wasn't for my mom and the cool thing is that you know I've had this podcast for a little while and now my parents know what a podcast is and and my mom has become a an avid listener and she always tells me how much she loves the show and how much she loves the episodes and how much she looks forward to listening to it and it makes me so happy but uh, I thought this time there's no better episode than to do an episode for my mom and mom I just want to tell you that um, that I love you And I'm glad I can feel good about making you proud of me. I love you so much. And thank you for being my mom. This one's for you, Mom. I love you. And to uh, all you moms out there, I hope you all had an amazing Mother's Day. And um, to my sisters, to my fiancé, um, I love you, my niece, my nieces. Um, I love you all. You're all very important ladies in my life. Um, to, I guess, my future mother-in-law and my sister, soon-to-be sister-in-law. And I love you, ladies. You're, you know, you're all... All you ladies are so important to me and in my life. And I hope you all know that and aware of that, that all you ladies mean so much to me. So with that being said, um, until, you know, until the second half of, of season two starts, I hope you all stay healthy, stay strong in mind. But most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMD Podcast 69 And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.